Welcome to the Jamila Adams Experience Podcast. It's a place and a space for women over 40 to be inspired, encouraged, and heard. Your host, Jamila Adams, will talk about how life be lifing and how to find joy when overcoming challenges. You're invited to join the experience. Hey, everyone. Thank you for joining this week's episode of the podcast. I'm so excited to have a special guest, Audrey Mayron the founder and chief storyteller, designer, and jewelry maker for My Dancing Dragonfly. I've had the opportunity of speaking with Audrey before, and she's such a lovely soul, so I've asked her to be on the podcast. So with no further ado, Audrey, let me know or let us know who you are and what you do. Well, thank you so much, Jamila. I'm so happy to be here. And um I have a story that could probably take up your entire podcast, but the Cliff's Notes version is that as somebody who's always worked with people in one form or another, either teaching or in human resources or social services, I really became fascinated by people's stories. People were always sharing things that had happened to them or things they needed help with or concerns And we would talk things through. So I got really invested in that. And I have been a jewelry maker on and off since I was a teen. So I thought, well, when I retired, I'm thinking, well, what what am I going to do with my time? Because, you know, I only watch one soap opera and I read a lot, (laughs) but, you know, life happens. And that just seemed kind of limiting to me. And I thought, well, now might be a really good time to play with jewelry on a more regular basis, because I have always made it as an adult on and off. And people always say, oh, do you sell your stuff online? So Mm -hmm. I thought, cool, maybe I should do that. Mm -hmm. So that's how my dancing dragonfly was born. And um, it's ready-made pieces as well as custom. Mm -hmm. And I was very excited that my first custom piece I was asked to make was of a gentleman's love story with his wife. Wow. Nice. Yeah, so that was really a lot of fun. I created a charm bracelet from scratch because, face it, you know, charm bracelets are the original storytelling piece of jewelry. Absolutely, absolutely. And it included special things to them, including a compass, because she always referred to him as her compass, her home, and her heart always pointed towards him. Oh, that's beautiful. It was very sweet. So it was fun to be part of their story. Mm -hmm. Uh, Finishing up a current commission, I'm doing an engagement ring for a couple that met while they were in grief counseling because they had each lost their, the love of their lives. Oh, wow. So I would been designing a ring. It's almost finished. So excited about that. And then I just got a new commission yesterday. Mm-hmm. from a lady who she and her husband would like bracelets because they lost their heart dog recently, Aww. you know, and we're going to do a little memorial mm-hmm. uh, leather bracelet for each of them okay. that helps commemorate Leon, her dog, and, you know, can be kind of a something to wear to kind of feel closer to him. Right. Oh, that's awesome. So when you do these pieces, do you have a a story in mind or the the how should I put this the design already in place or is it something you listen to your your clients and then you just flow with what they're saying how does that work how does that process work it's a really good question and actually I 
take my cue from my client. Mm -hmm. So when she was first telling me, you know, my mind went crazy thinking, oh, we could do this or this or this or that. Mm -hmm. But it was more important to me, number one, what piece of jewelry would be something you'd be most comfortable with? Right. You know, but never make commemorative earrings. So I didn't really think that was going to be it. But a lot of people wear necklaces mm -hmm. and they clutch them all the time like a talisman. I'm one of those too. Right, right. But also bracelets. So mm -hmm. um, I let them tell me, first of all, what what piece of jewelry they're interested in. I have them give me a price range mm -hmm. because I work with so many different types of media. I can do just about anything within a specific price range if I set my mind to it. Gotcha. And also, I really want to hear the story. So why why is this dog so special? Mm -hmm. Why was he the heart dog that he was? Why, you know, how do you commemorate two people who love each other who met because they each loved somebody else first? Right. Who prepared them maybe for this? Mm -hmm. So it's asking questions, hearing the story. Mm -hmm. And then I work with my client. It's a very collaborative effort. Okay. So we talk about, you know, what do you like to wear? Do you like silver or gold or rose gold or copper? Um, do you prefer leather? Or do you prefer metals? Or do you prefer, you know, something with gemstones or something more commemorative like a locket mm -hmm. or something of that nature? And then we kind of design it from there. So at each step of the process, I will show pieces and parts. For instance, with the wedding ring, mm -hmm. a engagement ring, I mean, it was made with two different wires. Okay. Um, and the top and bottom wire are the same, but there's a different wire in between mm -hmm. that kind of pulls it all together. And I got input from my client on that and said, okay, I knew it had to be 14 karat gold, right. which makes it quite expensive. So we made sure the price range was good. Gotcha. And then I had them pick, I picked out three or four different wires to be the glue wire that held everything together and um, was pretty sure they weren't going to like anything too ornate and was right. Mm -hmm. um, so they picked something that was simpler that seemed to be a better representation for them. So it's really fun to have them be part of the process. Okay. And that way you get something you really want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you when you put the piece together to have the story that goes along with the piece, it makes more sense. And it, obviously the person wearing it, the people wearing it, it's it's more sentimental value for them. And to have that that piece that has been specially handcrafted for them, that's amazing. So my other question for you, uh, have you ever thought about possibly doing a master class on how to do jewelry? Has that ever come to mind? I have not, but I have taught beading in the past okay. or jewelry making, you know, beaded bracelets and things like that mm -hmm. uh, through adult education in Illinois where I was living at the time. Okay. And it was a well-received class and it went for several semesters mm -hmm. um, where more people signed up. But we talk a lot about design, the elements of design, odd numbers versus even numbers. Right. And trying to bring it to life and the one thing I would say that would make people kind of look at me funny was I said the beads will talk to you I right. said no not like that they don't you won't hear voices <laughs> in your head saying, I need to be the centerpiece of the necklace no it doesn't right, work like right, that right but as you play with them 
sometimes you'll see like I need I need these to go with those or Mm -hmm. I like these two colors and the two different sizes and I want to make this work and so you kind of play with them and there's something very peaceful and playing with beads uh, makes me understand things like um, rosaries or worry beads or things of that nature because it's very comforting yes yes because when I do wear jewelry because I I have those moods where I wear jewelry and then there's times when I don't it all depends on the mood um right now I do wear one earring that my husband and I have um he has he has the opposite it's it was a set so I have one and he wears the other so kind of like the best friends with the heart um but yeah but the difference is is that it's an earring that is a um what is it I can't remember the caliber. I want to say it's either, I'll have to ask him before. It's either a 45 or a nine millimeter. (laughs) But it's that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But he wears the other one and I wear that one. So when we were out together, people were like, oh, love the earpiece. And it's a conversation piece because people are like, that is so unusual. Like, yeah, because we're that, we're that couple. Anyway, but the thing is about jewelry, it is, individual you know it's an individual piece and it's, that's the great thing about what you do and to make it individualized and you take the effort of doing that and you learn more about the the client and what they would like so aside from that and you doing this business how do you work this out to where you have the work-life balance what is it that makes it easy for you to do the things that you do and what are the challenges so what is your work-life balance when dealing with clients like this Well, now I would say I've learned a few things so that work-life balance is better than it was. When I first started my business, I was the FOMO queen. I missed was every, everybody who offered a workshop, I took it. Everybody Mm -hmm. who had a podcast, I listened to it. Everything that went on, I got involved with it. And then one day I sat there and said, you know, is this really the best use of your time? Because mm-hmm. not everything you're paying attention to mm-hmm. has anything to do with what you want to do, right? <laughs> what you need to learn or what you have to know. So great if you have time to do all that, but it was like all these shiny objects that kept catching my eye. Right. So I, I cut out a lot of the noise. Mm-hmm. So that was the first thing that helped me with work-life balance. And that included hitting unsubscribe to a lot of emails um, taking myself off people's lists and just deleting, you know, things that I saved for a rainy day when I had nothing to do. Like, oh, I'll watch this workshop then. And it's like, you haven't watched it in two years. You really think you're, you may not even <laughs> remember. I mean, it may not even be relevant anymore. So what is the point? Right. Understood. <laughs> and, and it's funny you say that about the whole uh, shiny object, because that's how I am at times. I've learned to curtail it because I get so exhausted mentally um, because of everything that's been going on in my life as of late. And it's like, I had to say, okay, cut back and prioritize. And the things that you really want to do, you will do them. You'll make the time and the effort to do it. The things that are kind of like second, secondary, that's not higher on the priority list, then you can just let it go. Cause I I've done that. I looked at, okay, do I want to join this this networking group? Do I want to go into this webinar or anything like that? Because you just get bombarded. And after a while, it's like, no, find something that resonates with you. 
attend it and then move on to the next thing. Because if not, you will never get anything done because you're too busy attending meetings. <laughs> it's the truth. And, and there's so many people out there who are so generous with their time right. and putting stuff out there for free even. And it's like, well, I was reading one today and I was thinking about it. And it's like, this has nothing to do with anything you need. Delete. Right. Just delete. <laughs> Go on to the next it's... And the other thing, too, is in the creative process, things don't always go smoothly. This ring has been such a challenge for me. Mm-hmm. Everything that can go wrong with it has, mm-hmm. including I had it almost finished. And then I was told, oh, I need it two sizes, two full sizes smaller mm-hmm. to um, I got it done to almost at two sizes smaller. And then when I was soldering, it just came apart. And oh, no. some of the gold melted. So I had to redo that whole piece again. And a tool I was supposed to get didn't come in time. Mm-hmm. And the original amethyst that was to be set in the setting didn't was too big. And need, I needed to go down a size mm-hmm. and et cetera, et cetera. So, and I was sick on and off and we got our new dog that we adopted in between and so think, and we had a death in the family. So everything was yeah. delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed. Right. So I finally just said, I think this is a perfect storm. Mm-hmm. And if your relationship is anything like the making of this ring, know that you will go to the finish line like a champ because mm-hmm. I'm enjoying the heck out of making this. I'm really having a good time. I'm so happy to be part of your story. And I'm sorry that it's just taking as long as it is. Right, right. Well, I'm pretty sure they're understanding about it. Things unfortunately happen and we just have to power through it. And I'm pretty sure that they'll understand. I mean, if they want it badly enough, they will wait. I mean, that's just with anything. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. I want to make it definitely worth their wait. And so, um, you know, finally the the missing tool will be here tomorrow. Yay. Yay. And it should be finished and I can start working on my next piece for them, but uh, for the, next person whose dog passed but it um the second part of that is I have to give reasonable time frames and I had given her one but she shortened it oh wow I know how long it's going to take and she you think you know okay you're just making a ring Mm -hmm. so you're taking a piece of wire and you're making it into a circle and you're soldering on a setting and blah 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 and it should be pretty quick right Uh uh-uh no Every time you work on something, every time you hit it with a torch, it has to get clean. Mm-hmm. So it goes into a pickle pot. After it comes out of the pickle pot, it needs to be shined a little bit so that you can actually see what you're working with. Right. And you're using different types of solder and you're using, you know, different levels because you start hard and work your way up. Mm-hmm. So, um, each thing that I do really takes a lot of time and care because I want to do it well. I want a piece that's going to last. Mm-hmm. I 100% stand behind what I make. And if it breaks or there's a problem, I want it sent back so I can fix it free of charge because, you know, right. that's how it should be. You're paying yeah. for something. It should be the kind of quality that it stays in, in good shape. So I have to be realistic about the time frame. Mm-hmm. The thing about doing art type stuff, mm-hmm. and I do all kinds of different things. I sew, I crochet, I do play with clay and all kinds of things. You have to kind of be in the right mindset to do it. 
So if I wake up and I'm feeling like I did when I was sick, mm-hmm. kind of foggy brained and like I could put my head down and sleep for a week, yeah. it's probably not a day I'm going to be playing with sharp objects right, and right. fire. Yes. <laughs> That's not recommended. No. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> So the best thing you do is give your body rest because that's what it needs and then move on to the project because if not, the quality obviously wouldn't be there and you're not feeling the best to make a sound decision on how the piece should go. So yeah, you definitely need to take time out for yourself. So, okay, Audrey, let's go about this. How can people reach you and what, you know, what platforms are you on so they can reach you? Go ahead. Thank you for asking that. Mm-hmm. I have a website and it is um, mydancingdragonfly.com. So please don't forget the my because people are like, I put in dancing dragonfly. No, it's my dancing dragonfly. Mm-hmm. Why? Because somebody already took dancing dragonfly. Right. So it's mydancingdragonfly.com mm-hmm. is my website. Um, you, I can chat through there. You can email me through there. Um, you can also reach me at Audrey at mydancingdragonfly.com. I'm on Facebook as My Dancing Dragonfly, Instagram as My Dancing Dragonfly One. Mm-hmm. And um Pinterest is My Dancing Dragonfly. So you can reach me any of those ways. I love to consult. I love to hear stories and I love to create. So that's the best way to get a hold of me. Awesome. I appreciate it. And I really appreciate you being on the show. And I just definitely would like to like for you to come back so we can get an update on all the other pieces that you did and possibly a reaction from the from the couple. So with that being said, um, we're going to go ahead and conclude um, today's podcast. Do you have any last uh, remarks? Just a, a, a thing out there I'd like to tell everybody, you know, don't be afraid to do things, to try things. I've learned so much by doing things wrong, making mistakes. Um, But yet things of beauty can come out of things that are, you know, they don't turn out maybe exactly the way you want them to be, but they still can be a beautiful thing. And that's sort of a metaphor for life. So don't let, don't let things get in your way and don't, by all means, don't limit yourself, but go out there and, live your best life. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again, Audrey, for being on the show. And with that being said, I want to thank you again and have a great week, everyone. And we'll be chatting with you next week. Take care. Do you have a passion project you want to bring to life? Let Jamila Adams at Your Service help you. Jamila Adams at Your Service was created to assist businesswomen 40 plus by bringing their passion project to life through website design and marketing. Visit jamilaadamsatyourservice.com and register for a free 30-minute consultation. Remember, you have a voice. Use it.